Welcome back to the Cuddy and Galvi Show. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Apple. Every week we have three reels going up every day on all these different websites, and they're blowing up. Last week we had a couple fun ones. They're part of our shows. They're part of the stuff that we take during the week, and we're having a lot of fun with it. But I have to tell you, Gabby, I don't know about today's show. I'm not, I'm not in such a great mood. I just came from the CVS over here to fill a prescription. And are you aware of when people are in line behind you? I mean, this woman was at the cashier. There's six people in line. I'm racing to get to the podcast. I know it's not going to start before I get here, but... This woman literally does not have a clue that anybody's in line. She's like emptying her entire pocketbook out the entire time. She wants to go over all the coupons you have. And you know, like CVS, when you go in there, you get the receipt. It's got like... Well, they kill like five <laughs> trees for a receipt. <laughs> you get like 20. So it's a, I don't really And I don't if you buy that. a shampoo in the next two weeks, but it's got to be in a special aisle. Right. And, <laughs> and you don't use it. If they, give you, they kill a tree for you not to right. use their coupon. And this woman has absolutely no clue that six people are behind them. And these people in line are ready to peel the wallpaper off the wall. They're going berserk and i'm going berserk i want to get here i'm thinking about the show i'm thinking about all the stuff's going on and everybody it's like somebody at the light who's texting and you're behind them and the light's green for 20 seconds and you're like you know aren't you paying attention so i'm gonna try and focus today gavi but i'm in a shitty mood because of that. By the way, that's <laughs> one of my pet peeves is when you're behind someone with a left turn when they have to make a left turn they get right. that green arrow and they're in the captain's seat, the first seat, and like 15 seconds go by because they're on the telephone, and like uh, it's turning yellow, and not one car has gone by yet. And then they then they make it through, right? And then the, you're third in line or something, and you don't make it through because of them, right? Right. I I mean it happens all the time down here because half the drivers are 90 years old. They can't see. They can't walk like we saw in Pump Beach. But they, no one's gonna play violins for you. You're down here. It's let me, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's time. 73 degrees. There's yeah. not a cloud in the sky. It's like a California day with no humidity. No. It's 52 degrees at night. But it was cold this morning on the way to the gym. It was 51 degrees. Okay. It was pretty cold. Between that and your CVS, it's a rough life that you I live. know. Well, <laughs> here we have the, uh, you know, um, we have the State of the Union address coming up next week or two weeks and they think it's going to uh, reset sleepy joe's campaign and i'm wondering if there's going to be some prop bets on will he be able to stand for 90 minutes or 60 minutes will he flub up one time two times three times you think vegas is going to take any odds on on this no because vegas knows like they know everything so they already know the they already know how he is it's like when my dad had uh dementia at the end and I would say to the doctor, so is there any chance he can get a little bit better? And the doctor said, I can promise you he will be a little worse. He'll be a little worse tomorrow than he is today. And and uh, we just need our guy, Ben, to like hit the clock. I know that. Yeah, I know. Working. I'm looking at the clock, know, Ben. How right. do I know if I, we're... I, so, yeah. So thanks, I know that, ben, that I was just running wanted... down. And... But like I remember asking my dad... And uh, the doctor, my, the doctor promised me that he'll be worse tomorrow than he is today, and there is no like, 
miracle that he's coming back. It's not like you're going to look at Joe Biden and you're going to see the State of the Union. You're going to say, well, where was that guy during all this stuff? It's not happening. So could you imagine if the teleprompter went out? If the teleprompter went out during the State of the Union, and if it was Donald Trump, let's just say Donald Trump was at the State of the Union, teleprompter goes out. Does Donald Trump continue on for Absolutely. one hour speaking like you don't even miss a beat? Right. What does Joe Biden, what would happen to Joe Biden if the teleprompter went out? I think he would just absolutely be stuck. He wouldn't know what to say. I think he'd be taking crap well, in the I think pants. they probably would interject. Somebody would go up there. I mean, they'd get something. In, I'm sure they have to have something in writing for him. But the screen event. goes blank and all of a sudden you see yeah, that. Yeah, but thing. they have to have something in writing that he can look at. I, I think they're prepared for that. They have to be prepared <laughs> for that. You don't think that? No. No. Not him adapting, adapting to anything. He can't adapt to anything. So there's no prop bet. Is he going to flub up? Is he going to be he's able going to, to probably, stand in? He's, he's going to try to flub up. L listen, what they, what they set him up for, which is uh, going on today, is he's giving, what, $1.2 billion to student loan right. relief again? Yeah. So, you know, that's to now buy more votes for the younger kids. But I think that's backfiring, and we'll talk about that a little later on. But that's, uh, that's going to backfire on him. All right, so why don't we start out with the Fannie Willis thing this week. That was great. It was like made for TV. It could be a series. It could be a comedy series. I don't know if everybody in the audience saw Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis is the district attorney in Georgia that is trying to convict Donald Trump for election fraud. And she accidentally had an affair with this guy that she made the lead prosecutor in the case. So she, after they deposed him or they had him on the witness stand, this guy, Wade, um, she shows up and she's wearing her dress on backwards. I mean, it was ridiculous. With the zipper, I know, up the front, going right. up the front. She was wearing her dress on backwards. She was all hot and bothered. And so it turns out, you know, they're trying to nail her for having an affair with this guy before she... Um, awarded the contract to him for 600 or 700 grand. And so this guy's, they're asking him how much he makes, and he says he draws $14,000 a month in salary. That's 160-some thousand a year. The guy's wearing these $5,000 suits. He drives a Porsche. He testified that he drives a Porsche. He goes on cruises where he has two separate travel agents, one for cruises and one for regular travel. And then um, he gets paid in cash by he, most of his clients. Yeah, he gets paid in cash. She claims to have reimbursed him in cash. She keeps cash in her house wherever the hell she six lives. Six months worth of. Uh, yeah, six months worth of cash. But she has all these liens against her. But she has six months worth of cash. I mean, it's just hard to believe anybody could believe the stories. It was hilarious. Well, my favorite story is he took her to a cabin in Tennessee, and he said that he, he drove to Tennessee uh, from uh, Atlanta for lunch. Well, that's like, that would be the equivalent of going to, like, Philadelphia to, like, Maine for a lobster roll and then driving back. <laughs> is it that far? Yeah, it's that far. So it's like a, you know, it's a... Eight did, hour. It's an eight hour, seven, seven, eight hour ride. Right. So then they asked him, did you book a cabin in Tennessee? And he goes, when? And they said, within the last six months, a cabin. And he said, well, I book lots of cabins. And they're basically thinking, is he like Ted Bundy? Like how many cabins, how many cabins have you rented in your life? No, I haven't rented one. I rented one 
40 years ago in uh, the Poconos. Right, but yeah. that was, but like, I can remember the one time, but I don't care if you're, if you're, you know, a well, lumberjack. The, this guy, this guy should give up law and be a financial analyst or, or planner for people. For 168000 he's divorced. He has two kids. He wears $5,000 suits. Every time I see, see him, he's a different suit. He drives a Porsche. He got, with this Fannie Willis, he was on four separate vacations. Belize, Aruba, wherever he was. Was he, was he sweating? On the first question, oh my God. and this guy, I mean, was a prolific liar. He was terrific, but, and she was better. Yeah, but but watching him go, go through the lies, every, you're squirming at home because you know he's lying and he's trying to come up with things, and he he's wiping his eyes and his. I mean, it was unbelievable. But even forget about Donald Trump. Just think about it. This woman is the head law enforcement officer in this Fulton County, Georgia. She takes four trips with her lover. She awards him a $600,000 contract to investigate her lead case, and he has zero experience. And it's just it it, it just smacks of like corruption. It's just well, such it, a bad look. Well, do you you don't think it's believable that they go to Napa Valley, they fly out there, they go to some wine tasting, even though she likes Grey Goose or or whatever, I think it was Grey Goose, and they go out, they do their wine tasting, they come home after dinner, and after a lovemaking session, Wade says to her, that'll be $4,000 you owe me in cash, and she whips out the cash <laughs> and pays it. Because that's what he's saying, that she pays me at the end in cash. Now, and that's, then, not, that's and not believable. And then this guy is a lawyer. He had the brains to testify, well, I charged it on my company <laughs> credit card. And they asked him, well, did you take it off your taxes at the end of the year as a business expense? He said, of course. But you know what's remarkable, Gavi? If you think you can fly to Napa Valley... Stay in a hotel for four days. Go to every winery and drink your to your heart's content. Rent a car. Rent a car. Eat. Eat. Let's say you only eat two meals a day instead of three. You think you could do that for four thousand dollars? Impossible. I mean, impossible. It's like four thousand a day. Right. Right. It's impossible. And then he took this other cruise. I've 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 only been on one cruise in my whole life. I don't know how much cruise cruises cost. He went on one cruise. It was twenty five hundred dollars for a week for two of them. Is that possible? Uh, How can you go on a cruise for $2,500? Fly there, cruise, fly back. And don't forget all the times he was meeting the Biden administration in Washington. Right. And then he, yeah, yeah. And then he did testify that he was, prior to this big contract that he got from Fannie Willis, um, he was a personal injury attorney and he handled a lot of cash. So, So let me ask you a question. You're... You're in the White House, and, and and Joe's putting up his whole legal team in Department of Justice is trying to get Donald Trump in, in every way, in every single blue state, from New York with the $380 million that they put a lien on him, from Georgia to Washington, D.C. He has all these trials. Now you're finally meeting this guy, Wade, for the very first time he comes to uh, Washington. And he's a ripped guy. He's in great shape. Yeah, and you're the White House legal staff, and you're saying, this is the person that's going to try to put Donald Trump away. And now you meet the guy. And you're sitting there saying, the guy who's going to put the ex-president away... That's going to have unbelievable, the best lawyers. ...has never handled a RICO case in his life. Right. This is who, they're, this is who they have to deal with. 
It's like there was a TV show years ago called Carter Country or a show called Night Court. Do you remember Night Court? It would be like one of these little district attorneys in Night Court showing up saying, I got a case in front of you, Judge. Uh, it's the President of the United States. Well, it's, he might it's be a joke. He may be packing a python in there. <laughs> I mean, that's why she well, hired him. He's I packing like, a python. I like talking to you when you <laughs> said when they asked him a question and he couldn't he couldn't remember what thing, and you said that's because he was all he was fooling around on her. Right. Oh, this guy. He's a player. <laughs> he he did, had all kinds of action going on. He couldn't remember. Yeah. He, he didn't want to say. He didn't want to say that he paid for this because he didn't want her to know that that was another girl that he was with. But I mean, you just analyze this case, and then we'll get done with it. It was just so comical. I mean, the guy deals in cash. She's got cash. She's paying him in cash. She has no receipts from an ATM machine where she got the cash. They go on these cruises that obviously the receipts are not legitimate. You can't go to Napa Valley for $4,000. It was 12. He paid eight in cash and charged four. And when she ran, when she ran, her platform was she will not tolerate any uh, anybody having an affairs in her under her watch. So here it is. The first person to have an affair is right. But the thing I didn't understand, I mean, I've been in court plenty of times, unfortunately, in my life. And the judge never let you explain anything. She just was allowed to ramble on. And yeah. go, she, she bullied. The, it yeah, was, she, it, she had complete control of the courtroom, which I give her credit for. But. I mean, normally the judge just, yes or no, yes or no, doesn't allow you to explain anything. And they, the judge did say to her, don't explain it, yes or no. And then she went off and explained well, it. Well, I'm waiting for the Governor Kemp to step in and say, hey, this is like, uh, we got to throw this case out. Can he do that? I think the governor can do that. Over a judge? Yeah, because he could uh, basically, he it's... it's uh, it's a state thing, not federal, and he could just throw it out and pardon him. He could just say, I don't like this case. It's done. It's corrupt. And, and you got to remember. It's so corrupt. you got to remember this. With Georgia in play as a purple state, Kemp doesn't want to be the governor of a state and find out that, it, that Trump wins this state because he wants to represent what the people feel. I think Georgia went from, I think Trump lost Georgia. He lost Georgia the last election. He's not losing Georgia this time. Right. Not now. I mean, this was it's such a joke. Well, while we're on the subject of Trump, let's not even talk about his three hundred and fifty million dollar judgment or the four hundred million dollar judgment that he got with no crime. You know, there are no damages. The banks were paid back in full. The insurance companies were paid back in full. Let's talk about New York and business. If you're a business guy, a real estate developer, or anybody in New York, are are you a little afraid now if you're a high profile guy? like Blackstone, Apollo, or any of these large banks, that the, that the government is going to come after you and try and make an example of you. Here, Donald Trump has a case where I don't really know the specifics of how they claim he defrauded it. Maybe he said this building was worth X and it was worth Y. But they need a witness to say what the actual debt, what, who got harmed here. There were no investors so nobody lost their money. They still want to lend the money. The banks still want to lend them. He's still. a platinum account. So now let's just look at it from not even a Donald Trump perspective, like a business perspective. I mean, 
it, there's 50, I don't know, 50 states in the country. There's probably half of them that are super friendly. New York has gigantic taxes. They have immigrant problems. I mean, who would want to do business in New York? You got to be out of your mind. Well, they just had a, there was just a guy in the New York Post. Uh, he was a real estate guy. Uh, it's slipping my mind right now. But he's pulling out. He's no longer investing in, uh, in New York. And uh, he basically said that, first of all, this is the first time this case has ever been heard in the history of New York. It's not like this. They've had other cases like this. This is the very first one. And they also basically Hochul, the governor, got up there and she wanted to assure all New Yorkers, don't worry about it. This won't happen to you. But she's basically saying it's only happening to yeah, Donald gonna, Trump. Yeah, who's going to believe her? But you can't believe it because all he did is it's like if I went up to a third grader. And I said to a third grader, if you say your property is a higher number, we're going to tax you at that number that you say. So if you shoot low, you pay less taxes. The third grader will say, well, then it's only worth a dollar. You might come out so low, it's like ridiculous. But on the other way, if you want to borrow money, if you shoot high, you get to borrow more money. Well, I think the third grader is going to say it's more than a dollar. He's going to come out. Trump basically used both numbers, but when he said what his property is valued at— But I think every real estate developer every, does that. And he had a disclaimer on his paper. I mean, when you have insurance for your—just as you're a little consumer, you have a house. When you get homeowner's insurance, don't you want the, it, it, it to be— you know, or real estate taxes, you want that number to be as manageable as possible. Well, if you have a house and you're putting, let's just take uh, round numbers, for instance. Let's just say, let's just say $100,000 and you're living in a house for $100,000 and someone said uh, you want to put it up for sale and you put it up for $130,000 and all of a sudden you end up selling it for, uh, for 98000 well, then you're basically you're you can't do that. That's what they're basically saying is that you're you're putting up a number that you think it's worth and you were lying. I mean, so 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 Trump. So Trump basically was was putting up his real estate, knowing that the banks, by the way, who have, they have a board of directors and they have shareholders. They can't lend any money. Without oh, no, big, there's too many rules. Right. So they have a guy. It's aces back to back. They want to know if their loan is yeah. going to be. So it doesn't make a difference what Donald Trump says. He could say. And by the way, he does have a brand. He has a name. And, you know, being in a, you know, if you're selling product and you're building up a name, if, I don't care if you're a jewelry store and you're Tiffany. Tiffany has, is a brand there. You could sell something in Tiffany with the blue box is going to bring more money than if it was in a, a local jeweler in a, in a jewelry exchange somewhere. Right. Donald Trump's name, Trump, brings an added value than if you put down... But he didn't Donald have anything on his statement for brand. It wasn't even right. an issue. Which yeah. goes to show you that yeah. the Trump brand... It was undervalued, his statement. I think it's undervalued because the Trump well, brand is worth something. Ironically, do you know how much cash he showed on his financial statement? Three hundred and fifty million. Do you know what his fine was? Three hundred and fifty million. The exact amount of cash that he had is what the fine is. Right. 
the judge saw, looked at the thing, and he said, okay, it'll be three. Well, do you know anything about this judge? Did you read about him? Yeah. So he, go ahead. I know I have it written down here. What, what is it? I well, forget. Well, first of all, he ran, he, 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 he left the law practice. He gave up his law thing because he wanted to teach music. But then he found this, like, almost like a loophole that he ran for a judgeship unopposed. So he wasn't elected. Basically, you know, he, he took a position that it was given to him, and now he's in this power to, like, to like change the whole dynamics of the business uh, world in uh, New York. Look, just to, just to throw you one little thing, Remington, uh, the maker of guns, they just pulled out. Their they're 210-year firm is going to Georgia. They, they left New left York. Left New York. Right. I mean, that's a town. They basically took the soul out of us, out of a town, and said goodbye. And that town's just going to die. It's it, they. I think a lot of people are going to. First of all, that my, you know, my son and my daughter work in New York, and I think between state and um, city taxes, it's thirteen percent. But what happens when all these big guys start leaving? Everybody's going to leave. Miami, by the way, mark my words, Miami is the next New York City as far as the financial capital of the United States. Maybe we should go buy real estate in Miami. It's untouchable right now. If I so, that, <laughs> you know, it's like it's everything is like, you know, we should have, could have, you know, would have. Yeah. But, but I'm telling you, as much as you think, I'm telling you, Miami will be the hub of the United States. New York's dead. Anyway, let's get on to a little sports. How about that NBA All-Star game, huh? What do you think? It's now unwatchable. It's, it's still, unwatchable. It, who saw the NBA? Ben, did you see it? The NBA also? Who would watch it? Yeah, you can't. I'll tell you what. You they like. don't even. There's no defense. The, the pregame stuff where you see the players, and then they have like some of the, all the background stuff. I understand. And by the way, the night before, the three-point contest, and then the, uh, the dunk contest. They're going the same way as the NFL. The NFL no longer plays a pro ball. It's like basically two-hand touch like uh, flag football. Right. Nobody wants to get hurt. No one wants to get hurt. Yeah. Football and basketball, no one wants to play defense. Can you imagine they scored 230 points, one team? Not two teams, one team. So who wants to watch a guy making $40 million a year do a layup? It's a layup line. Well, I think it's just like to showcase some of these guys. How long for, do you want? I, I could watch paint dry. It's yeah. that's how I understand, it but it's all these multi-millionaire guys making forty million a year that get to see each other on one floor, you get to hug each other, of? get to kiss each I'll other. I tell you what it reminded how me. How many of. kids you got? <laughs> I tell you what it reminded me of. Do you remember where you were when O.J. Simpson was in the White Bronco? I don't remember where I was, but I was watching it. Okay. Do you know how long that chase was? Uh, it was had to be hours, right? It was like two hours. Yeah. Okay, the length of the All-Star game. Yeah. And we watched a Bronco with no other cars around it and the police following right. this Bronco for two hours. That's the All-Star game. You're watching bullshit for, for two hours. That's like, like if you would have just been able to watch the Bronco for three minutes and then watch it pull into the driveway, that would have been it. But it's kind of like the National anth Anthem, Gavi. How do you get rid of it? I mean, how do you get rid of all-star games? Do you just say no more all-star games? You have a you have three-point contest, a dunk contest. You put the rookies out there. You have it a weekend where people can go. So and it's meet. like a fun carnival thing it's instead a carnival, of a game. But the, forget the game. The game is the it, it it's it's past the game point. Right, now. right. Well, it is. 
Baseball's the only sport. Wouldn't you say that, that you it has it. some value in a future contract of a player if you're on the all-star team? You're allowed to be on, and it is. And you're I allowed mean, to be on the all-star team, and you can get picked. But it doesn't mean you have to play it. There's only one sport that can play an all-star game, and that's baseball. And they actually made it where the winning team, National or American, gets home field, home field in the World Series. Right. So, I mean, because baseball, you're really not getting hurt. No, no. And, you know, except for if you're Pete Rose and you're taking out Ray Fossey and uh, right, that thing. Right, right. But, you know, do they even have any fights, pitchers throwing balls at anybody's head? Or Not at an All-Star game. Not at an All-Star game. It doesn't no. happen. Well, let's circle back to Tracy Chapman and, and uh, Travis Kelsey. You know, last week we talked about them. And Tracy Chapman now is like on fire. Her her albums, her hits, everything's you know just so happy for her that her life is is remarkable now. I I mean one event can do that. I think to she's you. I think she controls half of the uh, the top like yeah. hundred uh, songs right now yeah. on Billboard. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's kind of like. Um, the lottery. Yeah, who was that British singer? It's like the senior golf tour. Yeah, who, <laughs> they're back. who was that British singer that she was on The Voice or whatever, and then all of a sudden she became super famous? I forget her name. She was very heavy. She lost a whole bunch of weight. Not is it is it Adele? Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Adele. Oh my God. So I mean, it's on Rich Paul. What? Her boyfriend's Rich Paul. Is it really? Yeah, Adele is with Rich Paul and uh, wow. from uh, you know he represents Clutch. He's a uh, yeah. He's a uh, LeBron James thing. I'm wow. friendly with uh, Rich. And then Travis Kelsey, I just read that it, Taylor Swift, Miss. You know, I'm not anti Taylor Swift. Don't everybody go crazy? But now she sends her jet, you know, to Hawaii to pick him up from wherever the hell she is, Australia or somewhere for her concerts. I mean. You know, how about the green agenda? I mean, I get sick and tired when all these celebrities talk about this green agenda and their jets are flying all over the place. Well, here's what here's what bothers me about it, because I, I really don't think that it makes a difference, because as long as the world is at war and you see missiles going and cruise and, and you see battleships moving up and down in the Red Sea, the amount of gasoline and emissions going into the earth over our own bombs is crazy. So when Colorado wants, they have uh, something up they're passing right now that they want no gas power, weed whackers or uh, chainsaws. I like that. It's so noisy in my, where I They're doing it because of gasoline. They want it to be electric. Oh, where I live, I can't think when those guys are Well, they're doing it electric. It could be electric, but it can't be gas power. Right. And you got to sit there and you got to say to yourself, so Colorado wants the people that are the workers to suffer because, by the way, it only, you only have a charge for 20 minutes on a chainsaw. Oh, and, and then, but it's okay if Taylor Swift flies into Colorado and performs a concert. I mean, do you know what? She sent her jet for Travis Kelsey into Hawaii to fly him to uh, yeah. Australia. Now, what's, what is the carbon footprint of that, of one person up back to That's, see a concert. And, and how about the money? But it's, you're not allowed to say anything because it's... Because I know, it's, it's uh, Taylor Swift. My kids will be mad at me, but I'm telling you, it's so ridiculous. I mean... And by the way... And the, this relationship will never last a year. It will. will they're, gonna, they're getting married. They're not getting the married. Only thing it I, won't the, last a year. The only thing I'm upset about with this whole relationship... Because I like them both. I love the so Kelsey's. I, but I'm sick of but it But I think, I think the Kelsey's, though... 
if they're not careful, because this isn't this isn't in their arena. This they're football players. This is new to them. Jason Kelsey, by the way, he can't take a crap without the New York Post wanting to know what type of bowel movement it was. He has to describe it. Right. So every day he's there. They are turning the Kelseys into the Kardashians. Well, I mean, very like a- different. I'm going to take the other side of that. Every time I see the Kardashians get out of a car, I'm like, what do they do? They don't entertain. They don't play football. What do they do? At least the Kelsey's. They're an influencer. Well, the Kelsey's are unbelievable they football players. They created skims. I, I know, but I mean, Taylor Swift, gigantic music star. I mean, they have talent. What's Jason Kelsey? He was a center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. The city One of the best. Them. But yeah. I mean, it's getting to the point where. But the Kardashians, on. what are they? They get out of a car, there's a hundred photographers there. Why? What did they do? Okay, now they have. She was peed on. Yeah, she was peeling. <laughs> now she has skims because she's famous. Not It didn't come skims, them f- being famous. It was being famous and, look and then at a her, product. And look at her taste in in Kanye West. How about her kids? Do you see his new grill? Yeah. I mean, oh, Kanye West has a grill now. I mean, I saw him. shows up at the game with this black. You can't yeah. even tell. Like, he's like one of the, the guys. He is a the, whack job. You know what? If his, he, if his outfit wasn't black and it was blue, he would be like the blue man group sitting next to you at like a sporting event. Who would sit next to a guy? Cover <laughs> the toe. It's like he's, it's like it's a joke. And he's this whacked is, out. And this is, this is Kim Kardashian's father of her, her children. Four kid, I think four kids. Yeah, North. And he wears South. like a grill now, right. like of like solid gold that doesn't even look like teeth. It's blocked. And her other marriage lasted uh, two seconds, you know, to a, a uh, football, uh, to a basketball player. Right. That guy, they had that gigantic wedding. It was the, you know, I bought that People magazine to see those, you know, those wedding pictures. That was a waste of money. Anyway, so now we have another Boeing plane where wing is falling off. Uh, How anxious are you to get on a Boeing plane lately? I mean, it's nuts. It is. And by the way, it it goes to show you how deep of a problem this is because it all comes back to that DEI. I'm telling you, they farmed out this work to companies that weren't qualified. And it comes back to bite them years later. And now they're answering to all the things that fell out. You know, the, the, the screws didn't fall out day one. They started coming out a little bit. Do you see the picture of the wing? Half the wing is gone. I mean, and they said it was a thunderous roar. It was terrible. But, you know, talking about the DEI with, you know, this Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, that's what I'm I'm calling it because of Andy Reid, Kansas City shooting and everything. It seems like every time the police chief is a woman. Uh, I mean, is that a are they the most qualified? No offense, women. 60% of our listening audience is women. We love you, women. But it seems like all the police chief. I, I've only met one or two police officers that are women in my life. How are they all these police chiefs? Well, and Philadelphia all these... had the first one. Yeah. Vanilla. Her last name was Outlaw. And she lasted, I think she quit, like, basically uh, within a year. Right. New York basically had a second-in-command. She quit. Um Portland had someone. She Kansas quit. City has one. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I, I don't know if it's th- to say that they're not qualified. I think they are. I just don't think we have to learn on... A, it's nothing that we you need to learn on. You can't have a city saying, let's try her out. Let's teach her the ropes. 
I would rather let someone start off small, like start off at Mayberry RFD, <laughs> you know, work your way no, up to I'm a little general, bit of a I'm generally very impressed. You know, when they when there's a shooting in these small local towns, you know, the people that speak are very, very well-spoken. And the police chief is always well-spoken. It's just ironic that it just seems it's always women. Well, you and know, what? I don't know if they're better at that job being an administrator. I like or... the way I like the way they sometimes handle uh, a situation like the one in Kansas City. Uh, Bill Maher had his show on Friday, and they had uh, uh, Van Jones. Van Jones. I can't stand Van Jones. But, but, Does but, he tell you he got a hundred million from, from Jeff Bezos yeah. to do anything he wants? With. Yeah, no he just sits there asked. and he acts. You know, he's but, just so arrogant. But he was with Ann Coulter. I love her. Okay, so she was a Republican. I see her up in Palm Beach. I know. That's your type. So, meanwhile, her boyfriend, Ann Coulter's boyfriend, is Jimmy J.J. Walker from Good Times for Everybody. Right. Uh, that sh- should know that. So, so that's important to know in this next part because... So, here's Ann Coulter. Her boyfriend's J.J. Walker. Okay, so, Little Foundation, Ann Coulter, if you don't know her, is a Republican strategist who's probably six foot tall blonde, maybe weighs 100, 110 pounds, and has triple D fake boobs. So J.J. Walker is a black guy, probably 6'5", was on the comedy TV show, what, in the times. 80s? Uh, 70s. 70s. You know, 70s. I don't know if he's done anything since then. He was but there are a couple. There are a couple, and, uh, and before Trump became president, she was on a TV show, and they laughed her off the stage because they said, who do you think is going to be the next president? And she said, Donald Trump. Right. And they, she was ridiculed for, for saying that. But anyway, Bill Maher was sitting there, and they were talking about this parade in Kansas City. She was on the Bill Maher show. This past yeah. Friday. And they asked who it was. And Ann Coulter said uh, the person that did the shooting is a uh, black guy. And Bill Maher was like, what makes you think that? And Van Jones was listening to her, and she said, because if it was uh, a guy that was white, he would have been. they would have put his picture up right away. And that the reason why they haven't put the picture up is because it went against the narrative. And sure enough, uh, you know, the person— I thought it was because they were underage. It was because— No, because they, they got two—they were there, there two. There was multiple shooters. But the guy who they got, who started it— right. Is uh, he admits it was stupid. He was a black guy that Got someone it. said he pulled out his gun and shot someone, and it was just, but it's just, it's uh, it's just like you got to worry. It's like instead of just telling the story, you can't now. Yeah. It's like you got to worry about the politics on who. But why did she disappear for like four or five years? I mean, I think she wrote a bunch of books. I've never read any she, of them. She, when Trump became president, she said something that was, I think, a little derogatory, gave a little advice. I think he kind of brushed her off, and she, I think, kind of like said, okay, I'll take a step back. And she basically has taken a step back during his campaign. But I thought she was very good. No, she's very, she very on. well. Yeah, she's very well-spoken. And she's if you like Ann smart. Coulter, then I know you like Kellyanne Conley. Ke- Kellyanne Conway, she's very well-spoken. <laughs> I never understood that marriage to that guy. They're separated or divorced now, but he bashed Trump every day of his life, and she was his lead, you know, strategist. You know, James Carvel is another Democratic strategist, right? And he's married uh, to the Republican. Yeah, what uh, is it? Opposites but it's okay. attract. But you know what? They don't fight. Ke- Kellyanne Conley, 
her husband would like expose Donald Trump in like the paper the next day, calling him all these type of names. And she, her job is to defend him. She's the the public. Now, have you seen him lately, George Conway? What is he? Is he on Ozempic? He's on Ozempic. How much weight did he lose? Oh my God, half a person. He was huge, and now he's half a person. They're going through a divorce and everything. Well, I don't think nerves did this. I mean, there's that TV know. show Mike and Molly. Did you ever see what Mike? Yeah, looks like Yeah, Mike looks really thin now. He lost Molly. Yeah. He, lost, he lost the whole Molly right there. That That's is, how skinny he is. Oh my God! But this guy George Conway, he's single and swinging, and he's half the size. And I saw him a couple nights ago on some talk show. By the way, do you think? Uh, you think? Uh, Donald, uh, he's looking really pretty Don good. Don looks good. He looks great. I mean, you know what? When a president becomes president, when the four years are up, they age so much. Yeah, Don, if you're listening, I want to do a reel with you about this. Yeah. Because when you became president, when normally, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say Barack Obama, George Bush, um, Joe Biden. Only Joe Biden. Everybody, they age where they look like, wow, look, at, look what those four or eight years did. Donald Trump actually looks better today than he did in 2016. He looks better. He looks amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw him, I don't know, about a week ago, last weekend, and he he's thin. McDonald's should be paying him as a spokesperson. Yeah. I mean, he eats McDonald's. I mean, the guy is— He a, looks great, and, you know, his hair's perfect now. Again, it's a great color, and he's looking good. He's really— Presidential. Looking, he's looking presidential. And then we have this thing, this chip in the brain with Elon Musk. I mean, he is the smartest man in the world. But I'm now, up, I'm up Neuralink, it's called. I'm not for that. You're going to see that. That's Why don't you explain what it is? Because basically putting a chip in your head, but someone can control it. I don't trust anything like that. I think you'll see that in countries like China. You'll see that in in a in a country where you have like you're basically their slave, and they could take China. China could take a hundred thousand people and do a test case on them, and the whole world wouldn't know about it. And so they- let me take it back to sports. If you put a chip in Travis Kelsey's brain, or let's say the quarterback's brain, would that could, could you relay messages to that quarterback how to do a play or or what the next play would be? I mean, what is that? Shit? It's unlimited. You could you could they could sit there and see a defensive formation that they come up and the chip automatically re- reads on what route they should run that would get him open depending on the formation and the quarterback and the tight end could be on the same. Uh, so I'm on Gavi's side of this. I mean, we're getting outside the scope of human beings here. Yeah, it's, uh, you I can, mean, you, you can know. create an army. You can create literally your army. And then, you know what? Speaking of China and doing the army, why are that under in 2020, we had like, I don't know, 75 Chinese that came into this country. We're now getting 400 a day coming in here. You have to sit there. When you leave China, it's not like you sit there and say, hey, you know what? I don't like my situation here. I'm leaving. For... China to be coming in our open border in California. Yeah, they moved from Texas uh, And there's like 30,000 Chinese Cal- right yeah. here. And we're not allowed to send them back. So they have to stay here. There's no, like, taking them back. You have to sit there and say, like, this is China's, like, long-range plan. You know, if you look at the United States, we're a baby country. We're not even 250 years. In two years, we become 250 years old. We're going through growing pains right now. These other countries, they already went through it. We, we have like a little growing pain that we're learning. We're going to sit back and say, 
Wow. You know those 100,000 Chinese that came in here? Big mistake. <laughs> you know, we're like. But they're really hard workers. I mean, they don't China, know who they are. What happens? You're to, saying they could be killers. Well, supposedly China, basically, they know that they they have their own police force in the United States. They could basically tell them we're going to kill your family if you don't do what we're told. They know every single person that came into this country. They know who they are. We know nothing about them. Right. By the way, we just had COVID that China didn't tell us about three years ago. What happens if these people are bringing in something? I mean, we, we spent billions and billions of dollars, and now we're just letting people in? You know, we're at the airport. We have, uh, we and have... you see they're all so well-dressed. When they interview them at the border, they're all very well-dressed. Well, they flew to Turkey. They interviewed them. They flew from China to Turkey, Turkey to Tijuana. They basically, Tijuana, they walked over a hill. They're, they're dressed. They took a shower. They walked over a hill and said, you're here. So, well, you know, Sylvester Stallone's not going to have a problem with his kids because they're trained by Navy SEALs now. You see that? Yeah, so no. he'll, he'll be able to combat this, his kids, the, the sanctuary cities and what's going on. They're trained by Navy SEALs. Listen, our country, <laughs> our country where we're so gullible, again, in San Francisco, they just put into place and a non-citizen Chinese woman that is now in charge, that she's part of council, city council, and she's in charge of the election, election fraud. Now, she's a non-citizen. A non-citizen. Wow. Now, explain to me how a non-citizen Chinese person is now in charge of the election. It's just crazy. Explain, just explain it to me. What good could come? There is not one American citizen, not one American citizen that we could find that could be in charge of the election that we have to say, hey, let's choose a non-citizen and put that person there. What good could come from that? Now, how isn't there a public uproar over that? I mean, you, it's you, California. That's where that's where when the governor knew. But do you see what's going on in New York now in Harlem, where the where the people in Harlem, the residents of Harlem went nuts when they were going to put all the immigrants in, the, in a hotel there? You know, they're screaming. We have homeless. And, and you're, yeah, but you're, you know what they don't know? They're just finding out the breaking story that uh, that uh, Mayor Adams owns a hotel. Well, no, it's basically another guy wearing five thousand dollars. He's basically suits. giving every illegal uh Immigrant, $13,000 a year in uh, the cards. Every single person gets $13,000 a year. So how does that stop the migration coming up? If you get $13,000, so, here, so here's what happens. If you want to come into the United States legally, you're at the end of the line. You get to watch illegals come in. They get $13,000 in a debit card that they could use for markets, this and that. They get that. Then, uh, and they get, get to stay in the country. It, it's like we reward someone that comes in. They get to be on city And they county. stay in a hotel with and marble bathrooms. And they get to bathrooms. stay in a hotel and everything. So you, we do so much. Oh, and by the way. And then they fight police and they don't get arrested. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this scenario. You're a hairdresser. You're a plumber. You're an electrician. You're a trucker. You sit there. And you take your tax dollars, and someone says, this is what I'm going to do with your tax dollars. We're going to, A, give it to students that signed up for their student loans because we're going to hand them uh, their student loans. Even though people in college have paid their student loans. We're going to lose our whole audience, Coffee. 
<laughs> well, no, you're paying your student loans. Then after that, you're giving illegal immigrants, you're giving them money. Why can't the person that's the trucker, why can't we do something for them? How about buy them a truck if you're a plumber and you need a truck? Right. Give them a truck. Give an electrician a truck. Well, I just think this whole sanctuary city thing is falling apart. I mean, you know, the cities are going, they're beating up cops. Nobody wants to be a cop. There, there's no safety in the, in the city. They're giving all the money away. There's no hotels. I hear it's very difficult to get a decent hotel in New York because so many of them have the immigrants in them. I, I mean, this sanctuary idea is blowing up. Uh, you know, can you imagine what Texas is dealing with and New York can't handle 6,000 people or 10,000 people and Texas is taking on millions? I, I'll tell you how I look at how I seriously how I look at this country. Like I said, we're a new country. We're a baby still. We could end up seeing not a civil war because there won't be a war, but I can see us breaking off where states are so different in their thinking. Like, I, I was talking to these police officers at the Delray Tennis Tournament, and I said, why would anybody want to be a cop in New York? And they went, shh. Like, that, like, <laughs> like, those, like they, they know they have a good thing here. People go up to them. They say hello to them. Right. They respect them. It's uh, But they have to wear, like, that 40 pounds of stuff in August when it's 163 you know what, the, degrees here. The air here. conditioning all over here. They're the Dunkin' Donuts, the Wawa. People are giving people are giving <laughs> They're going them, into the Dunkin' Donuts. People are buying them Dunkin' Donuts. They're happy to see them. In, in New York, you're getting beaten up, and then you're watching the person that beat you up gets out on bail, and then they don't get handed over to ICE. We have a whole new crime thing in here. There's going to be the regular crime that you saw in New York. Yeah. And now there will be called uh, illegal immigrant gang crime. That's going to be a whole new type of crime that we haven't witnessed yet. These gang members are going to do things that we never thought we would see in our country. Just like it's different. What They, they have no respect for the police. They... It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, that's a problem because they know they can beat up a cop and not get they'll get arrested. But they get immediately, you know, Donald Trump's going to go to jail and these these immigrants can beat up a cop and and uh, and I, I love I love when they say they're a juvenile. How do you know they're a juvenile? They could be 20. Yeah, they have no identification. Yeah, by the way, you ever see a jockey at Gulfstream? Yeah. You ever see how old some of these yeah. people are? Yeah. They look like they're 12, but they're really like they're 40. So, I mean, they have no papers that say how old they are. We're just taking their word for it. They come in here and they say, I'm 16. Boom. It's unbelievable. So, what's the... What's the um resolution of all this they're all going to move down here to boca and bother us delray palm beach no we're gonna... what you're going to see is you're going to see alabama arkansas mississippi florida texas oklahoma wyoming about, ohio what was your ohio. I, your idea for ohio you're a problem solver you know what my great idea is yeah for no tell tell our 300 well, i made a mistake last week i said 400 or 300,000 here, listeners here, here's my idea for ohio i think i think that biden because joe didn't go to palestine ohio in over a year but uh he's more worried about palestine uh you know, in the Middle East, I think that this disaster, one of the worst disasters in U.S. history with the chemical leak in Palestine, Ohio, I think if 
the Biden administration think it's okay for these people to live in Ohio, even though I think it's unfit to live yeah, there? Yeah, because of the train derailment, the and, chemicals. And, and, yeah, the chemicals. It's going to be a Camp Lejeune thing. You're going to read about people dying 20 years from now. I think that we're looking for space to put all the illegal immigrants. You know, they're taking up spaces in New York. I think we should take East Palestine and we should buy all the people. Give everybody, every American a million dollars for their house. Everybody in East Palestine, give them a million dollars. Move them. Move them to a new spot. Give them, make them whole. Make them that they live better, that they had to go through what they had. Then take all the illegal immigrants and say, you want to come to the United States? Here's Palestine, Ohio. You can live here. And the United States should say, oh, well, that's fine. Because if it's not, if it's good enough for the residents of Ohio, the Americans, then it should be good enough for the people coming in from Nicaragua, Honduras, you know, and all the other countries. And I'll bet you that the United States will say, you can't do that. That's unfair. And they'll to be the lost. immigrants. To the immigrants. Right. Because they're worried that it could be that they could sue you. Right. But you should say, this is where you're going. Palestine, Ohio. Gavi's a problem solver. We have schools. They have hotels. They have. You can put them all right there Go to immediately. Palestine, Ohio. That'll be your new community. Yeah, Chicago. They have a problem right now? Right there. Send Boom. the buses. Right. A little section. They can't vote. And there it is. We have everybody in Palestine, Ohio. And that is until you figure out to where to vet them, they go to Ohio. Ben, cut this reel up. Let's send it to Fox News. Let's get Gavi on the five. Well, you could use it. Yeah, Listen, no. Get him on the five next week, you know, to give the well, idea. There was a fire in, in Maui. Okay. It, hey, gonna, what happened to those people? Well, they're going to come back, but you're not going to put everybody in Maui. Yeah. But this, but this chemical... Thing is like Camp Lejeune. Yeah. I wouldn't want to live there, in there. I wouldn't drink the water there. They, people are telling you the houses, it's like your eyes are burning. You know what? If it's good enough for the American people of Palestine, Ohio, go up to Joe Biden and say, put them all there. Go up to Mayor Adams in New York and say, you know what? It's an eight-hour bus ride. Ship them there. Chicago, seven-hour bus ride. Ship them there. Put them all there. You know what? That would. You know what the people would do in... Uh, in uh, Nicaragua, they would say, we're not coming. We're not coming. We're not the coming. Air, the air's better here. I can live better. Yeah. All right, Gabby. Well, that, that was a quick, that was not, that was a, that was a great solution. No, that is a great solution. So I want to, let's, how about we talk about a little bit with uh, Menendez, since he's not in the news and this guy. Men- I can't even say his name. I try. I said. Wars are coming up. I mean, right. this guy is. I mean, he's another guy that keeps taking on the money I'm waiting. And he stay, he's still They voting. have his fingerprints on the gold bars. Yeah, I he's, mean, he's going to get off the hook. I mean, he's got off the hook once before. Yeah, he's still uh, doing his, uh, his thing. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But, I mean, there's so many people in the court system right now, they don't even have time for this guy. I mean, he's way down the list. There's so many court cases. And, you know, I don't even know... I'll probably get a pardon by Joe by the time he gets out because he got, has the goods on Joe. If Joe loses, I'm betting you Joe, Joe pardons this guy. He's got to. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. He's got to pardon him because he has the goods on him. By the way, his wife killed somebody in yeah. a car crash, and the cop was there, and they didn't give her. I mean, that's another part of the story, by the way. Right. I mean, that's just then the Egypt thing. That's a great story that you're going to uh, that you're gonna read about. But I gotta just change the subject. I gotta ask you one question. Shoot, I had. You ever get an email that you get an email blast like twelve times a day? 
Yeah. So I wanted to get rid of this. I finally said I'm going to unsubscribe. Okay. And I was always a little nervous because can't cancel. Because the last time I tried to <laughs> to like do it, they penalized me by then selling my name out, and I ended up with. 25 right. new email blasts. Impossible to cancel. So I would rather have that one than have 20 new ones. Well, the other day, I finally broke down, and uh, and I did it to this balance of nature. You know, you see yeah, that thing? Yeah, yeah. How was that? I wanted to try that. The uh, commercials I, I, are good. Yeah, I'm trying it. So I Oh, you're it's trying my, it's it now. My fruits and vegetables. Okay. But they send you 15 emails a day you know like like it's like it's like crazy so i i pushed the unsubscribe button to it and all of a sudden out of nowhere i have gutter people this thing car shield i it's like i hit that button i now have 25 new emails a day i knew it well it's it's like an impossible you can't cancel anything culture every time like i just got something the other day by mistake, I pushed the wrong button, but because my phone has my credit card information, it automatically like charged me. So now, <laughs> now I get a package and I just got a renewal. I can't cancel it. I mean, there's no way to cancel it. I think I'm gonna get this I item got for the rest of my life. Eyes for my dog, I, I I got one thing. They were sending me angel eyes. My dog passed my. Oh, by the way, for all our listening audience, Gavi has a 12-year-old dog. This is the type of guy he is. Dog. He, my dog is blind because he's a diabetic. But on Monday, I'm taking him in for eye surgery. He qualified. He qualified. And uh, he's a candidate. Spending thousands of dollars for could, a 12-year-old animal. And if animal. everything goes well, he will be able to see on Monday afternoon. So right now, the dog is blind. He's blind. How does the dog find its way around the house? He uses his nose. But he does hearing. find his way around the house. Yeah, he knows where. But if I took him somewhere else, yeah. he would be lost. But he knows, like, he goes by smell. But on Monday afternoon, he should be able to see again. This is the best dog. Well, this is a dog owner that loves yeah. his dog, will do anything to save his dog. Unbelievable. I can't you know, wait to see You know, most people would goes. take the dog to the vet, and it would be, you know, curtains for Muffy yeah. or whatever. I give him a. <laughs> I give them two shots a day, eye drops. I mean, it's like... And now you're spending thousands of dollars yeah. for the eyes. Yeah. What a guy. You know, so uh, it's... Uh, but anyway, that's why I was getting angel eyes, like for his brother yeah. who passed away a while ago, but they're still sending me angel they're eyes. Can't, you can't to, cancel. It's not, it's you like got to use like American Express, but I learned one thing. You know where it says cookies like it has the cookie yeah rooms. yeah all push all or no cookies. No, reject all reject all if you push all like you finally wear you down and you push yeah. all that's giving them permission to take your information got and, it and going out and everything all right gabby we got people pounding at the door our listening audience is trying to get in here but you know today we don't have a crowd here it's nice and quiet next week we're going to try and have a guest i have a friend um, that may come on. He's been in the military. I asked him to come on, and he's going to regale us with a little stories of flying bombers and things like that in the military. If you're listening, you know, maybe we're, you can come on for us next week. Anyway, we're on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Apple. We're all over the place. We're blowing up. My book is almost done at the publisher. We're going to start promoting that. We're going to go on a worldwide 
book tour. Maybe Taylor Swift will lend me her jet. Yeah, you know, I can fly That would be around. nice. Yeah, that would be fun, right? Gavi will go on the road when Taylor uh, Swift. And I might go... even be able to bring my little doggy here. Yeah, Global Express. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Cause I'm only